Welcome to another In Wheel Time podcast, a 30-minute mini version of the In Wheel Time car show that airs live every Saturday morning, 8 to 11 a.m. Central. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it, in, it in so, I distracted you. It, you did. It, 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 yes, you did. It ends so abruptly. And I'm, I'm going to blame it on George because I was talking blame about it on George. Me. Hey, uh, I want to remind everybody that the In Wheel Time car talk show has an email address. Mm-hmm. Did you know what it is? Yes. It's info. At go ahead in wheel time dot com dot com. You can get a hold of any of us at uh, uh, Jeff at inwheeltime dot com, Mike at inwheeltime dot com. Uh, if you're a subscriber, we'll you know send you nice things at the end of the year. Michael, come to your house and cut your lawn, stuff like that. Okay, all right, all right. We're gonna, <laughs> I just volunteered you. I'm going to take another break, <laughs> and I'm going to try to get my act together. But it's too late for that. So here's the commercial. <laughs> The original group of Loopy Tortilla Restaurants will have you telling your family and friends just what the original recipes mean when it comes to the best fajitas in Southeast Texas. Founder Stan Holt invites you to visit the original Loopy Tortilla near I-10 and Highway 6. Here's the original house that inspired the design of all the rest and the original charm that helped make Loopy Tortilla the go-to destination for Houston Tex-Mex. Speaking of original, nothing can compete with the original lime pepper marinade that everyone will agree makes Loopy Tortilla award-winning beef fajitas the best anywhere. Loopy Tortilla Katie is another location that gives you the same quality and service Houstonians have come to expect at Loopy's. It's located just off I-10 of the Grand Parkway at Kingsland Boulevard in Katy. Find yourself in Aggieland? Head to the Loopy Tortilla in College Station, located just around the corner from Kyle Field. It's a great place to enjoy those famous frozen margaritas before or after the game. Headed east to Louisiana? Stop in at the Loopy Tortilla in Beaumont. It twos on I-10. You can't miss it. The original group of Loopy Tortilla restaurants invites you in for the best Tex-Mex anywhere. You own a car you love. Well, why not let Gulf Coast Auto Shield protect it? Houstonian John Gray invites you to his state-of-the-art facility to introduce you to his specialist team of auto enthusiasts. We promise you'll be impressed. Whether you're looking to massage your original paint to a like-new appearance, apply a ceramic coating, install a paint protection film, nano-ceramic window tent, or new windshield protection called ExoShield, Gulf Coast Auto Shield is where Houston's car people go. Curbed your wheels? Instead of buying new, why not have them repaired? How about a professionally installed radar detector? Gulf Coast Auto Shield does that too. Get a peek inside the shop and look at the services offered by getting online and heading to gcautoshield.com. Better yet, stop by their facility at 11275 South Sam Houston Tollway, just south of the Southwest Freeway, and get a personal tour. Gulf Coast Auto Shield is your place to go for all things exterior. Call them today, 832-930-5655 or gcautoshield.com. Your favorite go-to spot, in-car podcasting and live streaming. This is the Inwheel Time Car Talk Show. Just ahead, we're going to do Hemming Sold Cars Roundup. Right. And I got a special treat for one of my cohorts <laughs> on the show here. Uh, we'll also give you This Week in Auto History. And we got some headlines for you. That's coming up in this segment of the Inwheel Time Car Talk Show. Howdy, along with Mike out of this world, Mars. We always need more Jeff Zekin. I'm Don Armstrong. Glad you could join us on this Saturday. It's chilly. It's chilly here. Chilly, I say. It'd be good to have some chilly or maybe some stew today. Yeah. Yeah, chilly, chilly, chilly. Uh, How about uh, about some vegetable soup? I could... You can have that anytime. Are you you sneering at me? Yes. My wife, my wife's trying to turn me into a vegetarian, and I'm resisting it on all places. So we don't have to go like right off the edge. You can work into it. 
She's been working about three years now. So what? <laughs> really? That's her fault. And why is she trying to get you into the uh, vegetarian thing? Thinks it'll make me healthier. And happier. Yeah. yeah you'll and in turn, right, it and will. in turn, her too. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Because I, she I wouldn't have to cook two meals, be, be, hers and yours. Well, you know, Kathy's adamant about that, cooking healthy and eating healthy. She made some white bean soup a couple of weeks ago. It was awesome. Yeah. Oh, stuff oh. like that I'm, I'm cool with, you did know, have, because that's it, what it is. It had bacon in it. Ham. It had ham, ham in it. Oh, it was gorgeous. Yeah. It, Becky makes hers with a little bit of kale in it and stuff. Stuff like that I'm good with. But when you sit down and, and you start saying, you know. Vegetable this, soup? Well, what is it? Vegetable what? soup is okay. I, I'm okay with vegetable soup. It just, whenever you start saying, okay, well, you're going to have eggplant parmesan. Okay. What's with it? Nothing. I mean, that's it. Well, eggplant's uh, good because you, you just prepare it in different ways. Yeah. Well, I know. You could, instead of using spaghetti, but you can use squash. But, the, but A1 pair. steak sauce does not work well on it, though. I'm oh, just God. saying. Okay, well, that's yeah, the end of that discussion. You kind of quashed that, didn't you? <laughs> he squashed it. <laughs> so we were going to have a guest from Hemmings on this half hour. They backed out at the last minute, uh, but we could still have Hemmings we on. We certainly can. And we're going to do Hemmings Sold Cars Roundup. It's a thing that we get into. Um, and we look at some of the cars that sold in the past week. On Hemmings.com. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, right on the front page of this week's sold car roundup is a Jeffy. Uh-oh. It's a 1985 Cadillac Eldorado. All right? Yeah. Now, I'm going to show you a picture of it, Jeffrey. The B-Ritz. Can't, I can't show you the pe- price of this. So, there it is. Would you not buy Oop. that? I would buy it in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. It's, it's you know... It's beautiful Arctic white. It's got the fake wire wheel covers red, on it. Let, it's got red interior. Let me get the story on the wire wheels. My winter wheels were steel in in Michigan, and I would have a set of those wires, those Cadillac wires, on my Nova. No, it has a dark blue interior. Even better. <clears throat> and I, I bought okay. a Coupe de Ville with that same interior blue. It was beautiful. Love that car. $28,000. I'm going 28. My complete 1985 Cadillac Eldorado Commemorative Edition. That's what, yep. It has a 4.1 liter overhead valve V8. It's called Cotillion White with blue leather interior. It's in Fort Pierce, Florida. So you know it has no 32. I'm going for 32. So at the end of 85, Cadillac badged a number of Eldorados as commemorative editions, marking the final year for the 10th generation Eldorado and the 114-inch wheelbase version of the front-drive GM wow. e-body platform. The 85 Cadillac Eldorado commemorative edition offered at no reserve is one of those cars, one of 74,000 coupes built that year. This example described as a one owner purchased through an auction for resale and is characterized by the seller as being in highly original condition, noting that the Eldo doesn't have any issues. The seller says the Eldo, which is apparently fully functional, is free of rust, as I said. Or told you, the engine, the 135 horsepower, 200 pound feet of torque. Now, let me turn the page here. Give me just a second. He's got a whole book on it. <laughs> I do. I, I, I printed the whole thing out because wow. I, I wanted to make sure that I gave you all of the information 
The seller states that the vehicle will be sold on a clean Florida title in his name. An Experian auto check report showing no collision damage will be provided. The 85 Eldo offered at no reserve is described as highly original one mm-hmm. owner car with no issues. I could see a road trip to go drive it back. Heck yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And it's got that fake wood dash. Oh, just, it, it just, it speaks. He's excited. <laughs> it speaks to all of us. All right. Uh, so what is your bid? I bid 28 and I went for 32. Are you sitting down? I am. It sold for $4,700. Jeez. <laughs> you can, by the time you airfare and everything to go down there to get it and get back, less than 6000 man. Yeah. It's Absolutely. a road trip, Jeff. I, I know would it. do it. And th- the problem here is, is that I get in it in Florida and want to tour Florida in it before I head it home. Well, the problem I'm having is it's sold already. So. Well, it is. Yeah. But uh, I guess yeah, the, yeah. the point that I'm trying to make mm-hmm. and that I make quite frequently when mm-hmm. we do this is that there are some cars on, on these public auction sites. Now, granted, we haven't looked underneath it. We haven't had Michael Wooding check it. Right. But uh, I will tell you that from my estimation, it doesn't see how many miles are on it. I, I, I would have to ask that. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Fort Myers, Florida, probably smells like mothballs. It's great. Yeah, Southwest has uh, got an airfare sale going on for yeah. 100 bucks. We can fly down there, 300 for the three of us. So there you go. You can take that <laughs> home and peruse that. I'm going to put it in Show my office at home. Show that to Kathy. Kathy. Say, you got a birthday coming up. <laughs> what, what year is your SRX? 13. Okay, here's a 14. What do you think of 2014? Uh, oh, a white uh, SRX and sell for? Let's, 10. 10 grand. 10 grand? Well, you're wrong. A 17,850. Oh. <clears throat> now, let's, let's get into some of the other ones. You know, I don't even think I highlighted any of these. No, I didn't. So, um, pick a pick a pair. Uh, you want to do a, a a square body? <clears throat> sure. Okay, this is a 1978 Chevrolet Cheyenne half ton pickup truck. Looks like a half ton. What do you think that that would sell for? It's silver and maroon, and uh, it looks super clean. Uh, it's a square body Chevrolet. What year did you? 1978. 78. Now let me let me just start by saying to you that these square bodies are really hot they and are. they ain't cheap. I'm going 17. Mars, I, I was thinking about that 17. So I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll I'll step it up to 22. Okay. Well, you're both right in the in the ballpark. 18795. Yeah. Oh, okay. Is what it sold for. I'm not even. I'm going to bypass the Jaguar E Type. Mm-hmm. You don't even want to know. No. But it sold for two hundred and one thousand dollars. Uh, along with a ticket to the crazy bin, because <laughs> that's where the, the buyer would have to go. Um, <clears throat> this is kind of interesting. This is a Z06. This is a 2012 Chevy Corvette, forty two thousand dollars. It must not have any. It must not have any miles on it. That's the only thing that Car's I can rough. think of. Why? Why would you buy that for forty two thousand dollars? Bald tires. <clears throat> now, Jeff. <clears throat> A 1976 Chevrolet Camaro, clean, blue, uh, you know, mid-tone blue. It looks like it's got rally wheels on it. Very clean, not modified. It looks original. What do you think a 1976 Camaro? It's not a Z28. $4,500. Really? Mm -hmm. No, I was thinking more like $12,000. $10,500. So Mars won that one. Yeah. 
Um, this could be, although price-wise, it's probably a kit car, but it's a 1967 Shelby Cobra. <clears throat> but it wouldn't be a kit car if it was a 67, because they didn't make the kit cars then. Uh, I think that this is an original, and I guess that it's got a small block in it. What would you guess that the price of the Shelby Cobra from 67? $72,000. You're, you're thinking it's original. Yeah, thinking. that's on, on based the them price premise on. that it's original, I'm going to say one ten. Forty-seven two fifty. dollars ah. Ain't original. <clears throat> you don't think? No. It'll be a kit car. Mm-hmm. But it's 67 Yeah, but if you could buy a kit car of a 67, it's got the 67 Is that model. the way that works? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I, I'm not really too sure. This is, one, this is a Katie car right here. My Katie has always had a, a hots for a, a 2007 Pontiac Solstice, oh. so it, it would be kind of like a sidestep from the uh, from the, the the Ford that she's currently got, because hers is a 2007 a Pontiac Solstice, which was that little thing, with the mm-hmm. four cylinder engine in it. Yep. <clears throat> what do you think that that sold for? It looks clean, silver, black uh, top, convertible six thousand dollars. Mars. Five. 16. 16. Wow. eight. It's a little expensive. Yeah. But it must be in pristine condition if it's Somebody sold. likes it. Yeah. yeah. All here's, one, here's one that uh, I, I would run the other way. A 1958 Jeep CJ6. <laughs> run, Forrest. <clears throat> that's, that's all you got? Does it look okay? I mean. Yeah. Yeah. The top doesn't fit. It's not well. all built and all that stuff. Six, no, 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 no. I'm going low. I'm going six grand. Mm, I'm going to go sixteen grand. Really? How about eight thousand dollars? Okay. So Jeff got that. Um, hmm. Well, here's another one that's in the category of uh, that uh, <laughs> that Pontiac Solstice. This is the Saturn Sky. Oh yeah. Which is Pontiac's version of it. Same vehicle. Mm-hmm. Okay. A 2008 Saturn Sky. 2008. I'm thinking uh, nine, uh, eight grand. Huh. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, Mars is away from the table. Yeah, but he's... I'll tell you this. It went for 19425 What? I, I guess that the fact that they only made them for a few years. And they're and looking I, at a collector's not, version. Well, not necessarily. But I, I think that a clean, unwrecked version of the car would probably sell for that. It's under horsepowered, but that could be taken care of if you wanted to sink money into it. But why would you do that? Just run it. Mm. <clears throat> this is a Mars car all the way here. A 1940, 1940 Buick 51. Oh, big Burke. A big Buick. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to give you a, a, a little preview. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to keep my finger yeah. over the price. Okay. Oh, it's a two-door. Oh, yeah. It's a two-door. A 1940 Buick 51. 21,000. Mars? 18. 15 to 25. And I point that out because, you know, to give you an idea of, it's not a collector car. This is a driver car that we'd keep in the garage and you'd take on the, you know, hot rod tour of Texas. Or cruise-ins, yeah. Cruise-ins, you know, Sunday Sunday afternoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everybody would, Perk up and look at that, 1940. All right? We're due for a break. Oh, we are, aren't we? Uh, thank you for telling me. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Okay, I want to finish this out. Now, my my dad bought one just like this, except it doesn't look near as good. A 1955 Buick Special, a four-door sedan. I think his was a two-door, but it doesn't make any difference. It weighs about 10 tons. (laughs) A 1955 Buick Special. What do you think something like that would sell for? I'm just going to go flat 25 grand. 25, Mr. Mars? Eighteen, seventeen, eight fifty Mars. Right. Yeah, so there you go. It's a collector car. It's a driver. It's not a hot rod. Any of that? <clears throat> Probably uh, one you could bring it home and drive it. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. With no power steering. There you go. And mine is a nineteen fifty two GMC steak bed pickup truck, painted. And John Deere yellow and green. $12,000. Really? Yeah, $7,500. You could. <laughs> I you, paid extra for the paint. I, yeah, I, I wouldn't. You steaks. could not. It comes sell with steaks. Me you couldn't give me that. I'd drive it. I'm good. Yeah. I'd drive any of those. I'd drive it right over to your house. <laughs> there you go. And park and it in your garage. We'll go for a ride in my caddy. Hey, we'd love to hear from you. Just shoot us an email. The address here is info at inwheeltime.com. And the In Wheel Time Car Talk Show is available 24-7 through the iHeartRadio app. Just look for In Wheel Time Car Talk. We also video stream on Facebook, YouTube, and inwheeltime.com. Podcasts available from your favorite podcast provider. In Wheel Time Car Talk Show continues right after this quick break. Pro-Am Auto Accessories has been serving Houston's auto enthusiasts since 1984, providing world-class products for sports cars, European sedans, and American muscle. Pro-Am is known as the place to go to find exclusive and hard-to-find parts and accessories. Pro-Am is one of the very first distributors in the USA for brands such as Recaro, Redline, Momo, Corbo, and Simpson. Located in the heart of Houston's premier retail and service corridor, the Galleria area, Pro-Am's walk-in storefront includes an 8,000-square-foot warehouse, showroom, and installation. Installation base. Pro-Am not only sells parts and accessories, but also offers installation and service. Pro-Am is now reaching a worldwide audience through Pro-Am.com, taking its local reputation to the rest of the world. At Pro-Am Auto, you'll be dealing with a small group of professionals who truly want to help you with your automotive needs. If you don't see what you're looking for on the website, call and Pro-Am will lend you a hand. Pro-Am Auto, 6125 Richmond at Green Ridge and Houston's Galleria area. Call them at 713-781-7755. Want to feel good about something special you did for someone special? In Wheel Time and the original Loopy Tortilla group of Tex-Mex restaurants have joined together to help a very worthy cause, God's Garage, a Christian-based 501c3 charity. We know there are lots of places and organizations out there where you can donate a car, truck, or SUV. But we're asking you, our car enthusiast family, to consider donating to God's Garage. Visit GodsGarage.org and learn about its mission, the women that have been helped, how each one is screened, and about their Restore You program. A car donation is an easy way to make a difference in the lives of others. God's Garage needs good operating vehicles, but will take all types in working and non-working condition. Make your heart and soul feel good by donating your gently used vehicle and help support single mothers, widows, and wives of deployed military at godsgarage.org. Okay, that always uh, takes me by surprise when it ends okay. like that. I've got to do something about that. I've got to, I've got to be better about that. We'll all be better. Got to fix it. 
Can't be yeah. no better. Hey, the 28th annual Keels and Wheels Car and In-Water Boat Show returns to the Lakewood Yacht Club in Seabrook, May 4th and 5th, this year featuring 60 years of the Ford Mustang and Donzi Boats and a special display of resto mods. You can learn more at keels-wheels.com, and you can also buy discounted tickets there, too. I know it's May 4th and 5th. It's a ways away, mm-hmm. but... Do it now. Well, get yourself waxing make plans. on that boat, waxing on that car. On. Get it all spiffied up. Ford Motor Company CEO Jim Farley on Thursday said the shifting market for electric vehicles has made it tougher to predict the profitability of those models, but that the automaker needs to develop smaller EVs that can make money quickly. Ford in recent months has delayed billions of dollars in investments, cut production, walked back margin targets, and essentially recalibrated its EV strategy in the wake of slower-than-expected growth in consumer demand. Farley last week said the company is changing tack to develop a smaller, more affordable EV platform that can be profitable soon after launch. Apparently, unlike the Ford Lightning pickup truck. Yeah. A crowd vandalized and set fire to a Waymo self-driving car using a firework in San Francisco last Saturday. The Alphabet-owned company and authorities said, marking the most destructive attack so far on driverless vehicles in the United States. Now, where did you think that this took place? Uh, San Francisco. On Saturday night, a crowd surrounded a white crossover vehicle that was moving along a city street in the city's Chinatown district. Michael Vandy, a witness who posted videos of the incident, told Reuters that people were celebrating China's Lunar New Year by setting off fireworks. (laughs) A person jumped onto the hood of the Waymo vehicle and broke its windshield. Another person also jumped on the hood 30 seconds later, and some of the crowd clapped in approval, according to Reuters and an ex-direct message. His video showed the vehicle engulfed in flames with a huge plume of black smoke. Waymo said someone threw a firework inside, which set the vehicle on fire. Fire department posted pictures on social media of the charred remains of the car and said a firework did start the blaze. San Francisco Police Department said it was investigating the cause of the fire and did not say whether arrests had been made. The electric car, a Jaguar I-Pace, is equipped with 29 cameras and other sensors, and they clearly didn't take that into consideration when they were doing all the damage to the darn thing. <laughs> the incident was not the first time people have harassed, harassed self-driving cars, but its severity may illustrate growing public hostility toward a pedestrian dragging accident last year involving a vehicle operated by General Motors Cruise Unit. On previous occasions, occasions in San Francisco and Phoenix, groups have disrupted the operations of self-driving vehicles, blocking their path trying to enter the vehicles, and jumping on their hoods. Videos then went viral, showed people putting orange traffic cones on top of the vehicles to obstruct their sensors and force them to stop abruptly. Waymo offers driverless ride-hailing services in Phoenix and is working to expand the service to Los Angeles and to Austin, Texas. Yeehaw. They took a uh, Waymo out with a ladyfinger. <laughs> Did they? I don't know, M80, whatever, you know, bottle rocket. I got you. I like the lady finger idea. <laughs> the lady finger. <laughs> there you go. No, I, I I don't even want to comment on that anymore. Um, oh, thank you. Let's do this week in auto history. Okay. Mr. Mars. great idea. <laughs> yes, sir. This week in auto history. 
found a few things that are real interesting. This week, American Motors Corporation officially debuted the AMX at the Daytona International Speedway right. in 1968. Now, this was their new two-seat muscle car, and it hit the track doing 130 miles an hour. I like Very it. impressive at the time. Mm -hmm. And it was the only other, the only other American two-seater at the time was the Corvette. Now, the AMX was actually $1,000 cheaper. So it kind of appealed to sports car people and muscle car enthusiasts because the 1969 model, the top of the line, had a 340 horsepower, 390 cubic inch V8. So this was a very popular car. It got the younger buyers into the showrooms, but it really didn't take off. So AMC discontinued the AMX after three model years. And the final number, there was only 19,134 of these cars built. So if you see one out in the wild, consider it pretty rare. Also this week, the Chrysler PT Cruiser began oh, production. God. This was in the year 2000 for the 2001 model year. Did you ever now, drive one of those? I had one as a company car. Oh, my God. What a what a tin Saw one with a thing. rear engine Hemi in it that oh. stood up on the back end. No. It was cool. Okay. <laughs> so when this car first went on sale, though, the demand outpaced the supply. I mean, they could not make them fast enough, and it actually won the 2001 North American Car of the Year Award. It didn't win any awards from me. <laughs> <laughs> so so this car was inspired by old school hot rods and panel vans from the 30s and 40s and it stood out as uh compared to the other cars it led into a bunch of other cars came in like the plymouth prowler the volkswagen beetle hhr when this car stopped production in 2010 model year there was over 1.3 million units sold and you probably can't find 10 of them now yeah, on the road couldn't also this year in automotive history, at the Chicago Auto Show in 1989, the MX-5 was uh, introduced. It's a lightweight sports car, two-seater. It had uh, several different unique features. Weighed 2,200 pounds with a standard five-speed manual transmission. 115 horsepower started at $14,000. By the time this particular first year generated moved into the second generation, they sold 228961 and they are still selling Mazda Miata's out there. Yes, they are. Hey, I want to remind you that the 28th annual Keels and Wheels Car and In the Water Boat Show returns to Lakewood Yacht Club in Seabrook May 4th and 5th, this year featuring 60 years of the Ford Mustang and Donzi Boats and a special display of Resto Mods. And you can learn more about them at keels-wheels.com. All right, time now for a quick break. We're going to wrap up today's show right after this. Stay with us. The original group of Loopy Tortilla Restaurants will have you telling your family and friends just what the original recipes mean when it comes to the best fajitas in Southeast Texas. Founder Stan Holt invites you to visit the original Loopy Tortilla near I-10 and Highway 6. Here's the original house that inspired the design of all the rest and the original charm that helped make Loopy Tortilla the go-to destination for Houston Tex-Mex. Speaking of original, nothing can compete with the original lime pepper marinade that everyone will agree makes Loopy Tortilla award-winning beef fajitas the best anywhere. Loopy Tortilla Katie is another location that gives you the same quality and service Houstonians have come to expect at Loopy's. It's located just off I-10 of the Grand Parkway at Kingsland Boulevard in Katie. Find yourself in Aggieland? Head to the Loopy Tortilla in College Station, located just around the corner from Kyle Field. It's a great place to enjoy those famous frozen margaritas before or after the game. Headed east to Louisiana? Stop in at the Loopy Tortilla in Beaumont. It too's on I-10. You can't miss it. The original group of Loopy Tortilla restaurants invites you in for the best Tex-Mex anywhere. You own a car you love. 
why not let Gulf Coast Auto Shield protect it? Houstonian John Gray invites you to his state-of-the-art facility to introduce you to his specialist team of auto enthusiasts. We promise you'll be impressed. Whether you're looking to massage your original paint to a like-new appearance, apply a ceramic coating, install a paint protection film, nano-ceramic window tint, or new windshield protection called ExoShield, Gulf Coast Auto Shield is where Houston's car people go. Curbed your wheels? Instead of buying new, why not have them repaired? How about a professionally installed radar detector? Gulf Coast Auto Shield does that too. Get a peek inside the shop and look at the services offered by getting online and heading to gcautoshield.com. Better yet, stop by their facility at 11275 South Sam Houston Tollway, just south of the Southwest Freeway, and get a personal tour. Gulf Coast Auto Shield is your place to go for all things exterior. Call them today, 832-930-5655 or gcautoshield.com. Well, that's it for this week's In Wheel Time Car Talk Show. Here is your invitation to follow us on Facebook. Give us a like, tell your friends about us, and share our stuff if you would. We'll keep you posted on all things automotive all week long, including award-winning interviews, new car reviews, upcoming events, cruise-ins, racing, and car, truck, and SUV goodies. When you need to hear some good car talk during the week, you can find the In Wheel Time Car Talk Show 24-7 via the iHeartRadio app. We also live stream the show on Facebook, YouTube, and InWheelTime.com every Saturday, 8 to 11 a.m. Central Time. Daily 30-minute podcasts are available from your favorite streaming provider. We post a new episode every day. The InWheelTime Marketing Advertising Advisor and Video Technical Director is We Always Need More, Jeff Zekin. For booking agent, do-it-all, and IT connoisseur, Mike Mars, and Chief Engineer David Ainsley, I'm Don Armstrong. We hope you join us for another live award-winning production of the In Will Time Car Talk Show next Saturday, February 24th, on all of our In Will Time Car Talk outlets, where we'll be at the Hemi Hideout in Brookshire, Texas. Yep. That'll be 10 to 1 next week, special time, 10 to 1. Have yourself a great weekend, and hey, stay warm out there, and we'll see you next week from the hideout. That's it for this podcast episode of the In Wheel Time Car Show. I'm Don Armstrong, inviting you to join us for our live show every Saturday morning, 8 to 11 a.m. Central on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and our InWheelTime.com website. Podcasts are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeart Podcast, Podcast Addict, TuneIn, Pandora, and Amazon Music. Keep listening, and we'll see you soon.